We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Ryan Horvath, if you want to meet up with us, we'll be in Canton next week. Oh, yeah? For what? Me and Gary are going to the Hall of Fame. Oh, for Leroy. I was like, why would you guys be going to the Hall of Fame game? Nice, nice. Yeah, uh, Gary and I are driving there on Thursday together. So just that should be that should be some really good content. Yeah, eight hours, nine hours in a car with Gary and then on the way back. And I think we have our own hotel rooms, but I'm not a hundred percent on that. No, you guys need to like what we need is this needs to be like like a uh, like a reality, like TV show, almost this this should almost be the new morning show at the fan. Like if I if if I'm maybe I'll throw this idea to program guy. I would like Ellerson and Winkler in the morning, the big show. There's already forty of them or, anyway. And then you guys start things off by doing this road trip, but we put a camera on you and just your conversations that your conversation the whole way up there would be better than anything on any radio station and then when we get you to the hotel you guys not only share a room but you also like have to share like a small bed oh wow like big no, spoon, I didn't, little I didn't mean spoon that. scenario i, I didn't mean or? that weirdly but it, i want it to be like you've seen you've seen tommy boy right yeah yeah when chris farley and david spade have to you know go around trying to sell the brake pads to everybody and it becomes like this buddy road trip and at first they don't really have a whole lot in common but at the end they become best friends i feel like that but that would be you and gary not that you guys aren't great friends but like gary's a former nfl running back and former badger former packer you're a former goalie that let's be honest only made the all-star team because your dad was the coach and <laughs> well, you know you guys wow. don't have a whole lot in common so gary the whole way would be like ripping stogies and the smell would probably make you sick then you know you guys would bond maybe over some brown liquor, though, when you get to the hotel. I'm just throwing ideas out there. It sounds like you're not really interested in this. No, I'm very interested. Um, I just want to tell you that the All-Star game, I did get a jersey from that and a plaque, and I recently threw out my plaque. I looked at it. It's all Why did you? Because I'm embarrassed. It was a team photo and a plaque, and I'm like, I can't, I can't, I'm, I'm getting rid of a lot of stuff. Cause I got I got too much stuff. See, I'm already getting tweets about you should you shouldn't have done that. You could have because one day your son's gonna be like, "Daddy, did you play sports?" And you're gonna be like, "Yeah, I was the goalie of the 
of the soccer team. And he's going to be like, well, do you have any plaques or any awards, any all-star appearances? And you're going to say, well, I made the all-star game. And he's going to say, well, let me see the plaque, you liar. And he's going to think you're, you're a big phony. I'm already getting tweets about uh, Sports Talk Rhino. We, we got a picture. We got uh, Steve Martin here, Bart and Gary. I, I like it. Oh, trying to pitch this trains. idea. Yeah. That's Tim, nice. what do you think about my idea? I love it. I absolutely love Thank it. Thank you. Well, I want Tim to come with. Oh, my gosh. No, you no, no, because all, all you'll do is rip on me. Oh, yeah. I tear this guy to shreds. Hey, Ryan, when you were producing for Bart, did he did he rip on you, tear you to shreds? Like, no, can't you see? Can, oh, yeah. You've already we've already established, though, that Horvat's the dominator over me. Yeah. Well, he, he just insulted me. I know. So I'm I'm writing no. down all his lines to yeah. use oh, later okay. in the year. Yeah. So thank you, Ryan. Keep going. No, Tim. See, you got to take your bumps and bruises the first couple months. Like the first Good couple months. Heavens, I've taken Bart them. would like critique. He would critique my sports flashes, my sports updates. There was stuff that I would do that he wouldn't like. Uh, but oh, no, yeah, I yeah. am helping you. So you just got to take your bumps. No, and bruises. that was that was me as a man. Come on. Hold on. And here's the thing. He's rubbing off on other people. Sam, Toby. Yeah, they're doing turned, it too. They've turned into jerks with this Tim Shea fellow. Oh really, Tim? Because I'll, t- I'll Sam asked me to come on the show today, and I was going to do Can it. Can you say favor. no? I'll tell him no right now. Tell him yeah, no. Yeah, if he's bowling you, I'll t- well, he was. Uh, we we did make peace a little bit, so okay. he's been better. Uh, Horvat. Good. Well, yeah. What's up? So you had your question yesterday that you tweeted me: Should Rogers play in the preseason? Um, yeah, I really kind of yeah. yeah. Okay, so so. First of all, you said 414-799-1250. We have a new phone number now. Yeah, I saw that. I've never actually been more disappointed, more depressed. Like, <laughs> I don't like, even when I call, I never learned the hotline. So when I would do, like, hits or when I would go to Miller Park or, you know, the Bradley Center or the Pfizer, and I would have to call the studio, everybody would call the hotline. You know, Clemens would constantly be calling the hotline. I never actually cared to learn that number. So I would always just call 414 414- Seven nine nine twelve fifty, because it's just easy to remember. I'm never going to know. I'm never going to learn this new number. I have to be honest with you, dude. Oh, it's easy to remember. It's six seven seven. We took the one seven and moved it one spot. We took a nine and flipped it around to six, and then we dropped another nine and added a seven. Sounds like a Drake song. Turn the six upside down. It's a nine now. Yeah, you know? yeah. That's the that's what we did. So I, I, I was like, you know what? Screw it. LaFleur mentioned something. I don't I, I can do this topic. I'm gonna do it today. And the first call I got, Tim, do you have that on the ready? Do you have that tweet at least? To play for him, like I told you to get ready. Which one? I want you to play the tweet of Allen on the north side. Oh. God. Tim, don't worry about being a terrible producer. I wasn't very good at it either. Tim just what you gotta do is Tim just screens calls with the microphone on. No, I do not. <laughs> you just did. <laughs> because I was too quick. All right. Uh, I have the tweet. All right. Alan on the north side was the first call on this Rogers topic. And uh, could you play how that went, please? Yes. Okay. People should be worrying about is this stolen election. That's the, my All right, so uh, he said his sport is going into places 
where he does not want to wear a mask and people make him wear a mask. And he says the elections stolen. So he hasn't really changed a whole lot, huh? No, in fact, he's maybe changed more for the worse. Is he a real person or is he a character? Like, again, (laughs) I'm starting to think like Mike the painter. I don't know that there is really a Mike who paints. I think he is friends with the group that do the after show because every day I'm driving in traffic. I'm trying to use my map and all of a sudden can't see my map. Why? Because I'm being invited to join some after party. And I feel like uh, the listeners have taken on personas, personas, characters of their own. I don't know that there is really a Mike the Painter. I think that's a character, a fan of sports talk radio. And I love Mike the Painter. Don't get me wrong. You know, he used to call into my your pregame show at 5.15 a.m. So God bless his soul. But I feel like he's a radio character. And it's become kind of like the Howard Stern show. Don't you? Are you saying that I'm in on it or these people have just become their own character on their own? No, I don't think you're in on it because I think all of them are in cahoots to make your life a living hell. Because oh. I always get these 1 a.m. texts from you or I see you on social media fighting with one of these guys <laughs> and they're stealing your shine. You know, they're so everyone that calls in. I, I thought they were like for me. They're actually against me. Yeah. Yeah. It's just you like know, a giant like, troll job. Do you want to hear the call? I have the call call now. If what? you want to hear the call. kind of from who from Alan Roger. Who was it? We just played it. I, well, that was the tweet. I don't know if it was clear <laughs> enough if you could hear it. I actually have the call. But it's going to say the same thing. Yeah, well, fine. If you heard it, if he, if you could have understood it, then you're good. Hey, if you've heard one Alan call, you've heard them all. It's that's, the first time opinion. I've heard them. I didn't. I was not expecting it to go. Now I'm getting beat up on Twitter because they're like, well, aren't you screening the calls correctly? Well, what will yeah. it take to bring you back here to produce for me, Horvat? Because I can't do this anymore. Uh, $95,000 a year and I'm in. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm Tim. kidding. I'm kidding. I, I'm kidding. I, I will come back and do, uh, the afternoon show though for, for free. Oh, did you, did you apply? No, I probably should. What time does it end? Uh, I can't remember. Does it end like six, right? An hour before my show. Oh yeah. So I can make that work. You go on, you go on at my, six central. Yeah. So I could just do. I'll do the Ryan Horvat show, and that's got to be the name or no deal, from 2 to 6 or 3 to 6. I remember it used to be a four-hour show, but, of course, Rami couldn't work a whole four hours in radio. You know, you'd think the guy was getting asked to climb on a roof and do some siding or something. So, And I love Rami. But I'll do, I'll do three hours, 3 to 6, and then I'll just stay in the studio, and I'll do BetMGM tonight. Boom. Problem solved. I'll do the Packers season, and then when it's Brewers and Bucks, everybody else takes over. Great idea. And you said you'd do the afternoon show for free? Yeah, I'll do it for free, too, just because... Every day? Yeah, Tristan and Quentin don't want to hear me talk Packers every single day, and I'm going to turn every football segment this season into the Packers because I think we're going to be really good this year. I mean, everybody's freaking out about the wide receiver room. I think Aaron Rodgers is going to create a couple new superstars this year. I do think that somebody's going to become available midseason. Maybe OBJ comes back. From ace and you know that ACL injury and wants to come play in Green Bay. I'm not worried about that. I'm more worried about the offensive line. You know, I'm more worried about Elton Jenkins and David Bakhtiari being on that offensive line by week eight, and the protection for Aaron Rodgers, who's pushing 40 years old. But not really worried about the wide receiver position. I actually, as crazy as it sounds, 
RG3's tweet thread yesterday I thought was tremendous. You know, the Packers losing the playoffs every year to these teams like San Francisco without elite quarterback play. The only thing I disagree with, even without elite quarterback play, Jimmy Garoppolo is able to make plays because of guys like George Kittle, Debo Samuel, Brandon Nayuk. We don't even have a Brandon Nayuk on this team. Um, so I do think somebody's going to have to become available at least by the midseason. They're going to have to add another piece, especially if Christian Watson's already you know injured and not going to be healthy. But I just keep thinking about this defense, man. Like they're not you're not going to be able to run the football against them this year. I don't remember the last time I said that about a Packers defense, 2011, 2012. And now Kenny Clark finally has some help on the defensive line. The linebackers are better than they've ever been. And I love Blake Martinez. But man, Campbell's back another year. And then that secondary. The secondary, I mean, they have Obviously, you know, Rasul Douglas, Jair Alexander, I love, and then Eric Stokes. I think they need to add a little bit more depth, or we'll find out who could play in the preseason, of course. But, man, as long as the special teams isn't an absolute disaster, they should win 12, 13 games. I keep going back and forth on them because the Vikings do scare the hell out of me. I think both teams get into the playoffs, but uh, I'm really excited for this defense and for this run game. I found the best bet on the board. Um, It's only minus 120. Bet MGM. They placed all like individual, like Christian McCaffrey to score over nine and a half touchdowns. Rogers touchdown passes this year, I think are like 32 or 33. I was looking for AJ Dillon because for some reason, you know, well, not for some reason, everybody still thinks Aaron Jones, Aaron Jones is like the lead back. And maybe he is. No, Aaron Jones is the lead receiver. Yeah. He's going to be like a command. Like he's going to be exactly more of a receiving back. AJ Dillon's yards this year. We're only like 650 to the over, which I didn't touch. But the touchdowns, five and a half only. And it was only juice minus 120. Five and a half I rushing had, touchdowns or total? No, five and a half rushing touchdowns. Wow, I'd still take that for sure. It's my favorite bet on the board. If he doesn't have that by week seven, week eight, and he's healthy, I love Matt LaFleur, but he should be fired as the play caller. Like is there AJ anything? Dillon, uh, we get into the... Well, is there anything like Aaron Jones catches? I, I didn't see those yet, but I would definitely go with the over. I think Aaron Jones, like you said, man, he might be the he might be the leading receiver. He might lead the team in receptions this year. Seriously, I I think I mean as long as if, if guys could come back, if Tunyon can play, I mean that's huge. Tunyon could could have 13, 14 touchdowns himself. He had double digit touchdowns last season. He was fully healthy. I think Lazard is going to have a big year because even though nobody knew who he was a couple of years ago. Now he's learned the offense. We know he could block. We know he could catch the football. He had some really good weeks at the end of the year. And, you know, he, he, he wants to get himself paid. So I think that's huge. I'm glad that he's going into a contract year because now he's going to be extra motivated. And then uh, it'll be interesting to see who else steps up, though. I hated the Sammy Watkins signing, and I wanted to be nice about it. And I tweeted that he would be injured after 20 snaps. He didn't even make it one snap. And people were, like, clowning me on social media, this Norris Chestnut guy. And he's like, another crap take from Horvat. So I found him already. <laughs> like, what do you mean a crap take? Sammy Watkins hasn't played a full season since his rookie year, you dum-dums. Why, why wouldn't you? I would rather take a shot with Julio Jones. I would rather. Where the hell is Will Fuller? Is Will Fuller just not playing football this year? No, didn't he sign somewhere? No, I don't think he did, man. I think he's still out there. I think he there. did. Hold on. I don't know why they weren't. Why Why would you not call Jarvis Landry before Sammy No, Watkins? you're right. Jarvis you're Landry right. is going to have a huge year. The Saints are actually going to be really good. I, I won't be shocked if the Saints end up winning that division. Tampa Bay has no business being minus 300. Jameis is going to have a huge year. You heard that right. 
He was actually having a really – he was 5-2 and two last year. He beat us, and then he got hurt. Uh, Michael Thomas is back. Three years ago, we were calling him the best receiver in the league. Chris Olave is the steal of the draft. And then they have, uh, on the defensive side of the ball, the Honey Badger to a ready good defense. I think they might win that division, man. I think Brady already lost his starting center. They're having to call Julio Jones. I, I think Tampa Bay, I think they might come back down to earth. I think this, I'm hoping this is the year. Remember when it was year three for Peyton Manning in Denver, and he'd just broken like every single record, but they couldn't win in the playoffs. And then all of a sudden he fell off a cliff and couldn't throw the ball, push the ball, push the ball 20 yards down the field. I'm hoping that's what we get from Brady this year. Because then if Tampa Bay stings, who else in the NFC really scares you, man? Like I was looking at this. I mean, the, the Saints, not really, you know, if you're Green Bay. San Francisco, San Francisco always scares me. And I think Trey Lance is going to be an upgrade over Jimmy Garoppolo. It looks like he had a bad day at camp yesterday. Everybody's overreacting. They changed his throwing motion and his form, so it's probably going to take him a little time. Oh. But he'll probably, he'll, he'll probably be rushing for like 150 yards against us in the title game soon enough. But who else actually scares you in the NFC, man? I mean, I know the Rams are the defending champs, and all they did was replace Robert Woods and OBJ with Allen Robinson, who I'd kill for. But I don't know. The NFC is kind of down. And then in the AFC – I mean, you can make the case for, like, 11 teams to win the Super Bowl. Especially, like, like who would you pick between the Raiders, Chargers, Chiefs, and um, Broncos? Because that division is going to be ridiculous, man. I think the Chargers could win the Super Bowl, but at the same time, Russell Wilson showing up to camp wearing his own jersey. He's going to have a monster year with those skill position players and without Pete Carroll ruining stuff, trying to run the ball on first down every, every possession. And then... I think the Raiders are going to be pretty good because Devontae Adams is the best wide receiver on the planet, and defensively they got better. I just – I can't wait for this season. But but do you agree with that? Like the NFC doesn't really scare me a whole lot, but the AFC is going to be a bloodbath. I love having you on because I just went to the bathroom and back twice while I let you talk. You see, I love doing this because when I try to talk my co-host, it's just like, oh, did you hear uh, Amari Stoudemire signed in, in – Tokyo, oh, Dame Lillard might not go back to the Blazers. Do you like, like your okay. job? No, I do, and I love my co-host, but I'm always just like, oh. you know, I like that you, I like that you just let me talk football for for 15 minutes straight. I want to get all the way and... back. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna answer everything you talked about. I want to get all the way back to the defense first. Yeah, but... I could tell you weren't listening. That's why I just kept going. On. No, I, I was to listening. To cut I your was... nails or order. Or order your wife some slippers or, you know, make your reservations for the Calderon Club tonight to get a battle. I was ordering boots. It's the end of the month. There's a great sale. He wasn't listening. I saw him the entire time. He was on his phone and on the computer. I know. I love doing this. What is this ratting me out garbage? It's the truth. Wow. Okay. Fight back a little bit. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm trying to do. You're teaching me, Bart. God. See, Tim, what I do is, so he gets three hours, solo radio, solo. So then I try to be a good friend, and I come on for the final hour, and I just talk, and I just ramble on about the million things that are going in my head. I just woke up 30 minutes ago. My ADD's kicking in full time, and I just want to talk football. And I know Winkler, he mailed it in because it's Friday. He mailed it in at 8.50 a.m. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So hey, I'm I'm not, my this. weekend's not done. I'm on Zach Gelb's show tonight. Are you hosting? I'm hosting. He's going to attempt to host. Yeah, Tuesday didn't work out, but I'm a host tonight. Uh, so I was actually asked to host last week, and I couldn't make it work because, unfortunately, I was asked to host literally while my show was going on. But uh, I'll be listening. I was actually going to request you. I'm hosting uh, 670 The Score Early Odds with Joe Ostrowski tomorrow. 
I was actually going to ask you if we could tape something uh, anytime, literally today or tonight before my show anyway, because I wanted to talk some NFC North with you. But I wanted to give you the opportunity to talk. because. Well, when can we do that? Can we do that after this show? Absolutely. We could do it whenever you're free. I have nothing to do today except for the BetMGM MLB podcast, which is powered by BetQL, which everybody should download. When do you do that? Right like, away subscribe. after this? Yeah. Like whenever you're able to actually do it, I would be able to do it. How long do you need me for? Literally 15 minutes only. And how are we taping it? We're going to do Skype. That's what that's what me and Joe do. Oh, so I'll do, okay. Um, let me go home and then like uh like yeah. uh 11 30 your time perfect that's i gotta great. get a nap in much appreciated before you talk nfc north or after i'm gonna get a nap in after i talk to you and then i gotta wake up and figure out what i'm talking about on uh zach gelb show but i can tell you that at 7 20 our time uh, and you can hear gelb show remember i'm on from five to nine central yeah. but from six to nine we also carry it so if you don't odyssey your way to the first hour, you can hear it live on the fan. And at 7.20 tonight, I'll be speaking with Peter Bukowski, Locked On Packers, national. I got a couple topics for you. Sure. That I think are pretty important. Yeah. Um, well, you'll probably, Juan Soto will probably end up getting traded today. Somebody's getting traded today. I just have this weird feeling. So you'll probably have to talk some baseball. What I would do, though, if I were you, I would talk... Who is your surprise team in all of college football this season? No, I think How it's an big... NFL night. Oh, okay. You're going all NFL. See, I just want the excuse to talk about Utah football. That's why I always just because <laughs> they're gonna make I'm me not, they're gonna make me rich. I'm not braced, uh, I'm not I'm not up to everything I need to be up on to go on a national platform to talk all 130 teams of college football. All right, so you could But talk. I do want to talk about the NFL, and what I want to talk about is you know, what makes every team season a success? You know how we answer that question every year? Yeah. And and uh, Jerry Jones was like, well, for this season to be a success, we got to be viable in the playoffs. And this is a team that hasn't been to a championship game since 96. And so I want to go through the teams and be like, what would make their season a success? Because for the Packers, it's obviously Super Bowl. But for the Bears, what makes their season a success? Six wins? Because I think they're going to win three. So I wanted to do that. Uh, yeah, I, I like that, man. I just think that you should just keep it real simple and just say, like, hey, Tampa Bay just lost their starting center. Who's the team to beat in the NFC? Yeah, I also and, don't want to go through every 30, all 32 teams. That's like, that's like boring well, don't stuff. Have that's like something I can do on my show. Well, you don't have to, though. <laughs> I mean, you're not going to talk. Yeah, true. Yesterday, I went Houston. through every tweet that was tweeted about Packers training camp, and then I did it as a joke. But then when I went home yesterday in the nighttime, I was like, you know what? I want to know what happened at training camp. And so I, I, I found out I, I make fun of these guys and then I actually like use them. Yeah. I mean, some of it's a little bit ridiculous, but especially when I don't live in the area, I actually kind of appreciate it. I appreciate the right guys doing it. Does that make sense? I like Like, Andy Herman doing it. Yes. Andy Herman, Ryan Wood does a tremendous job covering the team. Uh, actually telling the stories that need to be told, but some guys, they don't, they don't need to be there. The so some bloggers don't need to be there. You know, the fanboys that are just literally there to carry water for Brian Gudikins. Oh, Mr. Gudikins is here. Let me go see if I could carry him across the mud so he doesn't get his Gucci shoes dirty. Like, 
Oh, you got to hear this Nagler cut. But we need to be honest about what Goot did to our wide receiver room. As much as everybody loves Goot, um, Goot didn't do a whole lot. For, well, I mean, you can't really blame him for the offensive line because your two best players have ACL injuries. But going into a season with this wide receiver room, I think is borderline insane. You got to hear hold this. On. No, hold on. A second round pick could have been traded for AJ Brown. I don't want to hear that there was no money to extend him because they offered Devontae Adams more money. And I know that some of that went elsewhere, but the Rams continue to sign guys. Play the cut. All right, Tim, in today's sound. Oh, geez. Wait, he's not listening. Anymore. Are you listening? Okay. Yes. In, in today's sound. Yes. This, just... is, this has become. <laughs> I'm kidding. Go on. Go ahead. In, in today's sound folder, yes. I have saved the Lafleur cut. It's right in there right away that I want you to play. Old, balancing the old yeah. and young? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I can play, play that. Because yeah. I can't play it here. Situation. And we're, we're, I know you guys love it, especially Nagler. I can see you smirking at me right there. Uh, we're going to take it one day at a time. And, uh, <laughs> and just, it's going to be. I mean, come on. Kill yeah, me. I don't want to say anything mean because he has his fans out there and and they'll come after me. And at the end of the day, we're all Packer fans. We're all Packer Just, fans. We all want the same thing. We all we all want the same thing, you know, and that's what I've learned this year. I'm not going to fight with with other Packers. We all can fans, afford right? to live across from Lambo and uh, have a new pair of gloves every week. Yes, yes. But like what I'm saying is this year, I'm not going to fight with other Packer fans because at the end of the day, as Giannis would say. We all have the same goal. <laughs> Win a Super Bowl, right? And so some guys, they don't need wide receivers. Some guys, they don't really care a whole lot about defense. But we all want the same thing at the end of the day. So I'm not going to fight with fellow Packer fans. If they don't like my takes, I'm just going to ignore them. But I decided. You just mentioned Norris Chestnut by name today. That guy's really, he was really hard on me. And I, and I actually had no issue with the guy. I thought that is, I thought he ran a nice little account, right? I'm rooting for his success in life. I hope he gets, I hope he hits the job of his dreams. The woman of his dreams goes on to live on a private Island and make millions of dollars. And all of a sudden he's telling me I have crappy takes, which fine. You know, you want to go back to when I was in college and I said, Josh Rosen would be the best quarterback in that draft. Destroy me for that. But me saying that Sammy Watkins, the tweet was, I said, Getting Sammy Watkins in the year 2022 when we wanted Terry McLaurin or DK Metcalf is like going to a restaurant and asking for a Coke and them saying, is Pepsi okay? No, it's not okay. The guy's healthy for 20 snaps per season max. Is, uh, that, is that a bad take? No, it's not. And I wanted to tell you, speaking of bad hands, if there was video on this, I would never let it be shown because here's what I was doing yesterday. I have to tell somebody this. Yesterday, I, was, I had some Dr. Pepper diet that I was putting in my cabinet and or my fridge. So I like to keep my best beverage out there. Yeah. I like to keep my fridge stocked, but then I also have my, eh, like anyone. So somehow I fumbled a can of Dr. Pepper, uh, tried to catch it. As I tried to catch it, I was slipping. The can falls down, starts spraying everywhere. There are spots in this kitchen, like the ceiling in the next room got sprayed. Then I tried to pick it up. I slip on the soda, fall down on my ass, more spraying everywhere. The top of the kitchen soda, the bottom of the kitchen soda. It was unbelievable what had occurred. What I should have done is when I realized, because, you know, when soda, if it, like, starts spraying, it goes everywhere, I should have jumped on it like a grenade and just sucked it up. Yeah, you should have. But I didn't do that. So that You was, didn't do that. That was quite the moment in the Winkler household yesterday. Um, 
What can't a story. That you... All yeah, right, can we dial it back that. a little bit, Tim? You just said what a story. Now you know how I feel. Well, your stories are garbage. Well, they aren't. Some like them. Okay. If you get mean to me, see, if you get mean to me, I'm going to start getting meaner to you, and nobody needs that. It was a bad story. I, you can't It's okay, dude. It. You know, it's the end of the day. It's the end of the work week. Well, not for you. You're hosting, you know, yeah, it's one of the bigger nights of your life. Uh, <laughs> you're doing some You're doing some national radio tonight. That gelb, yeah. That gelb. All right. Hey. Um, wait, I never talked to you about the defense. Yeah, let's talk about let's talk about the defense, and then I'm going to tell you a couple things that make me feel good about the season, and a couple things that scare me. Because I just really want to talk Packers, right? Don't you? Are you guys even talking anything else? Like, who cares? The Brewers are winning the division, unless unless the Cardinals get Juan Soto. I have, one, I have one question for you. Yeah, and then I'm then you can talk Packers defense. Do you like Notre Dame's new uniforms? For the Vegas. I love every Tim, I'm not gonna lie. I, I know love you everything do. about Notre Dame. I do like the new uniforms. I love the hangover uh parody. That video uh, was really viral good. video was really great. good. I, I love Marcus Freeman. I hope that man stops having children. He's like my age. He's actually younger than me, and he has like fifteen kids already. Um, but I'm 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 excited for the season. I also placed my biggest bet of the season against them week one. Ohio State is going to beat them by probably 35 to 40 points. Ohio State's going to be the best team in the country or right behind Alabama. And Notre Dame has like a bunch of three stars in the secondary this year. And they're going to be going against NFL wide receivers like Jackson Smith. So I think they're going to get clawed. But the new unis are pretty sweet, I think. And I'm rooting for Marcus Freeman. You, you're not a Notre Dame fan, Tim, no, right? Your family no, but my whole family is. My brother's he, like just like you. Well, they're invited to my house anytime. You have to stay home. You can hang out with Winkler in his I house will. We'll and watch spill Big Dr. Ten. Pepper all over the place. We'll be watching my my, my screens high-fiving each other. When our Irish win nine games, go to a bowl game, and blow a 14-point lead once again. I think this Packers defense is yes. going to be so good that oh, there, yeah. are going to be, there are going to be weeks, maybe three or four at least, where – you watch the game, and then you just sit there, like, after the game. And when I mean you, I'm talking about the collective Packer fan. We'll sit there after the game, and we'll just think, I can't believe this defense is this good. This defense, there will be weeks they look like an all-time defense. I am so excited about this defense. I don't think there's a weak spot on it. And I'm even including Dean Lowry. Dude, and, and that's the thing. Like with with the talent that they added, we're not we're gonna forget all about a guy like Dean Lowry. If anything, Dean Lowry is gonna have the best season of his career because he actually has some help on that defensive line. I uh, I love Quay Walker, uh, even though let's be honest, I wanted a wide receiver. Uh, I'm actually thrilled about Quay Walker. I think he's gonna be great, especially mixed with Devondre Campbell. But I'm more excited, to be honest, and nobody's really talking about him for some reason. I'm more excited for Devontae Wyatt. I mean, the, I think that – I honestly think that, like, he had some off-the-field issues, which who cares? It's college. I feel like if he didn't have those, he would have actually went sooner. And I just think he's going to be huge. I was going back and looking at this, man. And Green Bay, even though the defense was much better – I mean, the defense isn't the reason that we lost to San Francisco – but they still allowed over four yards per attempt when opposing offenses ran up the middle last season. So, like, the last four seasons, all you do against Green Bay, throw to your tight ends and run the ball right up the middle. They were 28th in stopping the run up the middle. So now you get Devontae Wyatt, and Kenny Clark actually has some help. 
I'm really excited for this defense because I going into the year, loved the secondary. The problem was, oh man, like where's Jair going to play? And then where's um, Rasul Douglas going to play? Because Jair missed most of the season. Stokes was so damn good as like the shutdown corner. But now I'm jacked about the run defense. And I've never said that about the Packers. Like my whole life, it's been like Brad Jones whiffing on tackles or, you know, I love Blake Martinez, but him making a tackle 10 yards down the field. Now, we have that defense that I always was like, man, it's nice scoring 35 points, but I hate losing in the playoffs, you know, 42 to 38 every year in overtime. I would rather uh, have this Ravens-like defense or the Steelers-like defense. You know what I mean? And now, for the first time, I feel like in our lives, we actually have that. When's the last time you went into a season excited about the defense? And don't even say, like, the Super Bowl year, yeah, when Woodson was here and Nick Collins before that injury. But What was the year Rodgers never... is like, we have a defense, and then they totally did not have oh. a defense. Oh, yeah, remember that? Because we got a defense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was excited for like three weeks, and then they got gashed up the middle and gave up five yards per carry and got destroyed by every single tight end. Didn't matter who. David Boss. Guys like that were like catching eight balls for 100 yards against us. The thing that scares me, man, um, yeah, defense is going to be awesome. I saw that they're last in net rest edge in 2022. That means they have 12 fewer rest days than their opponents. So they have five games where their opponent has more days of rest against two games in which their opponents have less rests, which I really wouldn't care about, but they play the bills and the Cowboys coming off a bye, And then they play uh, opponents with an extra day of rest in week 16 and 17. So the schedule actually scares me a little bit. I mean, week one, you kick off on the road against Minnesota, always a tough to play, tough place to play, but I hate teams having the rest advantage, especially a team like the bills and the Cowboys coming off a uh, bye. Cause I know everybody's down on the Cowboys, but I won't be shocked if Dak Prescott has a ridiculous season, even without Amari Cooper and CD lamb ends up being a great receiver. And then obviously the bills are probably going to the super bowl. Isn't that the game where you're going to? Yeah. I'm one of the bills game. Yeah. Well, they'll be coming off a bye. So I don't know how I'm getting there yet. I, I the, the flights are crazy. I don't want to drive. drive. I'm just, not driving. Just... I'm driving. I'm doing my one drive. I'm going to Canton. I'm not driving to Buffalo. We should uh, have the station. We should have the company pay. The, uh, the London trip, I really want to go, but, man, I could only afford to take myself. You know that's on my birthday this year, October 9th, the Giants game in London? I really want to go to that. I do, too. The company should pay for us to go remote. Why don't you call? I think Corey Banky's gone. Is he really? How, what does that guy do, like, for a career? I'm jealous of him. He runs a video production coordination company. He, like... The video that you see when Times Square drops the ball, he, like, is the director. Well, I kind of, like, want to be him because he lives – he, like, just gets to, like, wave to LaFleur and he goes to every game. That's what I need in my life. When I retire, you know how most people, like, want to retire and go live, like, on a like, like on a beach somewhere, or live in Florida, retire where it's warm? I just want to retire in Green Bay, Wisconsin and, like, live in one of those Packer houses. Yeah, like the movie The 60-Yard Line. With yeah, Gary that's what Ellerson. I want to do, though. And I, and I just, Worst movie you know, I've during, during the summers, I'll go to Door County and hang out with A.J. Dillon. Oh, and yeah. dur- during the winter, I'll just watch Packer football. And yeah. Just do a blog. I, I wanna, I'm going to do a Packer podcast this year. If everybody has a Packer, 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 a Packer podcast, I feel like I have to have one. So I'm going to do my own solo Packer podcast before and after each game this year, I decided. Wow. Do you like it? Uh, I, I think that, you know, the last guy that told me he was going to do a podcast was 
Toby about Washington sports and he's put out three episodes in two years. <laughs> yeah, well, nobody cares about Washington sports. Everybody cares about the Green Bay Packers. And then guys could destroy my takes. You know, like, oh, Horvath, oh, this lunatic, he didn't want Sammy Watkins here when Sammy Watkins has a four-catch game for 50 yards and a touchdown, and then, you know, somebody breathes on him the next game and he tears a hamstring. Hey, so do you think Aaron Rodgers should play in the preseason? Because I said that I wasn't going to answer until I heard your answer, and then I was going to jump on your answer because I figure you, I figure you'd be like, no, he's Rodgers, don't play. I would, I, I would, uh, I feel like this I year said he doesn't he's gonna need walk. to play. But I said, I want him to play. He shouldn't yeah. play. He doesn't need to play. I want him to play. But that what is, that doesn't matter. Yeah. I mean, dude, he's led all quarterbacks in, like, every nerd stat. EPA. And even without Devontae Adams, like, that's the concern is him working with the new receivers. But even with Devontae off the field, none of his metrics or ratings go down. And they are 3-0 and without him the last two years. I'm, I mean, short sample size, of course. But... I think he's going to get in enough work with the receivers and he's seeing probably the le- the best live defense he's going to see even in that preseason going against that secondary, you know, and I feel like though this year he's going to want to play in the preseason. I feel like he's, even though he's a little goofy now and he's got the long hair and, you know, he's getting tattoos and he's dating a gypsy princess or whatever's going on there. Yeah. I feel like he's like, this is the best version, like leader of Aaron Rodgers we've ever seen, man. Like he loves these young receivers. He's not like, He's just like, hey, I'm going to be patient with these guys, and they'll figure it out. And then yesterday, he's sticking around after practice, just hanging around with the defensive backs, talking with the guys on the defense. They're asking him about David Bakhtiari, and he's like, yeah, of course I want him out there. But what I want more is my friend, who's you know not even 30 years old, to play another four, five, six seasons in the NFL. So I'm not rushing him back. I don't know. I think he's like, I think he's become the leader we've always wanted him to become, like that Tom Brady like leader, even if he is a little. You know, nutty. I think guys, especially football players, they like that stuff, man. Like even last year, like him sticking it to the man, even though we thought it was like, okay, well, we'd rather have you out there vaccinated. He didn't really care about all that stuck by his beliefs. And I think guys, especially football players rally around that. So I think he's, to be honest, I think he's going to want to play in the preseason. seems like he just like wants to get out there this year. And he wants, I kind of like Devontae leaving because it's going to be like the season where they drafted Jordan Love, and I was like, I have to play him to win MVP 28-1 to 1 because I'm not going to get this price come week four, week five. He's going to be on a mission. He's going to have a chip on his shoulder. I feel like Devontae saying the Hall of Famer, the Hall of Famer, even though he's joking about it, I feel like that pissed off Rodgers. And I think everybody's saying, oh, he's going to no, drop I'm off. Glad, I like it. it makes no sense. It makes no sense. But Devontae not being here makes me more excited for the season. Well, you know he's just going to ball out. Because, because it, was, it, was, it would have been the same thing. It would have been the same thing. And I, I, I've never been less excited about a receiver room because there was always guys, though. You know, hey, like Romeo Dubs. Jennings. Romeo Dubs had a great play yesterday. I just, I know, I just wish he was in year two or year three. It's just he's a, he's a rookie, so I just don't want to put all these high expectations on this kid. He's probably he's going to be a great player, but there's going to be some weeks where he has some drops, runs the wrong route, and that's fine. We, he can't be the number one wide receiver. I mean, I guess that's Lazard. If Cobb could stay healthy, Cobb proved those two big games that he had last year that Cobb could still play. It's just, can Cobb stay on the field? And is there going to be a drop-off because he's another year older and he's coming off another injury-filled season? But I just feel like Rodgers is going to be on a mission to win a third MVP to prove I don't need, you know, Devontae Adams to be great. Because we've always, we do this all the time. When Greg Jennings left, I was a little scared. Then when Jordy, you know, when we got rid of Jordy to bring in the corpse of Jimmy Graham, I was pissed off. Remember Rodgers? 
James Jones led the NFL with 13 or 14 touchdown receptions a couple of years back with Aaron Rodgers. Before that, we thought maybe James Jones would be getting cut. I'll never forget that Monday night game where he ran the wrong route. Rodgers threw a pick against the Bears, and he just chewed him out on national TV. And then two years later, he led the league in touchdowns. So Rodgers will find his guy. Um, but I feel like he's going to want to play in the preseason. And LaFleur not completely shutting down the idea. I think he's going to kind of want Rodgers to play in the preseason. I want him to get more comfortable. It isn't even about the wide receivers. He's working with those guys every day. I want him to see a live, live action uh, NFL defense just because they're going to want to hit him, you know, because he's going to be blitzed. And my biggest concern, like I said, isn't really the receiver room. It's more the offensive line with the injuries, you know. And so I would rather see guys like Yash out there blocking for Rodgers against a team that's trying to kill him. So that's kind of why I would say I don't mind him playing in the preseason, but then also he's old as hell. And if he takes the wrong hit, I don't want to lose Rodgers before the year even starts. But Brady played in the preseason last year, and I feel like Rodgers is going to want to this year. So I'm cool with him playing. I'm cool with him not playing. I think what they should say is, do you want to play? Leave it up to him. You just paid him all that money, right? So you might as well just say, do you want to be out there? And if he says no, I'm comfortable, say okay. You know, you're the back-to-back yeah. MVP, former Super Bowl MVP, but we better not have a stinker week one like we did last year in Jacksonville against the Saints because then you weren't prepared for the season and everybody's going to destroy you. So as long as you're prepared for the season, you don't think you need the preseason, you don't have to play. But I just feel like he's going to want to be out there. If I'm a betting man, which I am, I would bet 100 bucks today that he plays at least five. five. He, he plays in at least two preseason games. At least five, uh, I'd say like one drive, five snaps at least. At least one drive uh, in both games. Thank you. And then sits the third game. Tim wants him to play. But then Tim said that there should be no preseason. Oh, no, we need a preseason. Tim, that's a terrible take. Guys guys make their living off the preseason. There's a guy that if there was no preseason and he didn't get to show his worth on special teams for the Baltimore Ravens, he would be selling cars with Zenzola or hanging out with me <laughs> on BetMGM tonight or bagging groceries. And we would have never got LeBron James tweeting about Victor Cruz that one night. Russell Wilson would have never become the starting quarterback of the yeah. Seattle Seahawks. Instead, they would have started Matt Flynn, former yeah. Packer legend. Imagine that. Okay, fine. Put the preseason down to one game then. You have one game. I to love it. And you have all of practice. I hate it. I hate it. Oh, I, I love preseason. It. You get to watch every game. Yeah, preseason's great, man. We get to watch. And and if you're a college football fan, you love the preseason because it's like the last chance you're ever going to see a lot of those guys, you know? Yeah, and I watched a USFL every weekend, so now I get to see those That's why I love college football because they just get right into it. You get get top games right off the bat. Top games right off the bat? Yes. Okay, you want to know the matchup? You want to know the first week of the season? Yes. It's terrible. Ohio State, Notre Dame. State. Yeah. No. The first week of the season, Shay. Yes. Is awful. Okay. Week zero doesn't count. Why okay? not? I'm talking about when everybody starts playing. No, that's not what you said. <sighs> Fine. You you're gonna wake up for big noon kickoff, Nebraska and Northwestern. I think that game. Yes. Ireland. Stick around for the night game. Florida A and M goes to North Carolina. Okay. Go to week one. Week one. Is loaded and it's going to be awesome. Shut up. I was going to say, actually, guys, week one is actually kind of loaded too. We get Utah and Florida. Utah goes to Florida. Utah's. Oh no, I'm excited though. I I will be watching that game. I will be watching every game I just mentioned. I'll be watching all the games on the schedule that I just looked at that I didn't. 
mentioned. Um, one other big thing I want to talk to you about. Yeah. Is uh, okay. We're in a new era here. Vince McMahon retired, and we got SummerSlam tomorrow night, Horvy. I'm so glad that you finally brought it up. I mean, I wanted to talk Packers football, but I was waiting for you to bring it up because I haven't really been watching a whole lot until that news broke that Vince McMahon was actually stepping away. First things first, my question for you, because I love Triple H being in creative. I was a big NXT fan because he understands long-term storytelling. Oh, man, this Rick Greco guy is going to probably be in my uh, Instagram messages. Watch real fighting. Hey, pal, I'm getting UFC tomorrow night, too. Um, oh, I, but, I think I blocked him. I, I'm I couldn't handle it in. anymore. But um, but so is this like... It's like, talk, when, to have that UFC fighter on from Milwaukee. Thug Rose, who got her ass kicked. <laughs> no, Thug Rose, who I bet money on, and she decided in her last fight she just didn't even want to fight. Yeah, hey, what about Ode Osborne? I'm, I, this is the Ode Osborne show, man. He's got a fight coming up. Yeah, man. You're making mean, sensation. I watch, I, I'm always talking I, about I watch Ode. it all. I watch Friend it all. But hey, is Vince McMahon really gone for good? Or is this like when Bob Baffert like, can't go to the Derby, but yet he's got three horses just uh, being that's trained? That's a great question. I will say that on Raw, Raw felt different. The pacing was different. Yeah, man, there's been, like, blood. The, the opening sequence where they were just like Miz and the Logan Paul or Jake Paul, yeah. whichever one, they were just like fighting right away. You could tell Triple H has his fingerprints on it. I just want Vince gone forever. Um, and I loved Vince growing up just because he's just, he's like, I like guys, like not anymore. I mean, that you know, the allegations are bad and whatnot, but guys like him and Dana White that everybody hate, I don't know. I, I always kind of liked guys I like I got a that. controversial opinion, but I got to say it. I think since CM Punk's injury, AEW has been brutal. Yeah, man, they need... I have not been enjoying AEW well, at all. Well, they've had a couple injuries, though. Like, all their guys are hurt. Adam Cole got hurt. Daniel uh, Brian Danielson got hurt. I think that's their problem. It's been multiple injuries. And they need Kenny Omega back full-time because he's the best wrestler on the planet, not named Seth Rollins. And that's where we'll start with SummerSlam. So... I don't love the card, man. I'm not going to lie. I really wanted to see Randy Orton against Roman Reigns. I thought they could have set that up perfectly. Like, Reigns and the bloodline beat the hell out of Riddle. Well, Orton's hurt. They totally messed that up. Well, yeah, Orton, Orton got hurt. He's got a back injury. But the match that I had circled, the reason I was actually going to watch the show live and not later on on a Saturday night, was I wanted to see the Seth Rollins-Matt Riddle match because I love Rollins, and I actually – I'm a Riddle fan. I liked him at UFC – um, but then he decided he didn't want to quit smoking weed. So unfortunately he had to leave the UFC, but that match is now off and it's a fake injury. Riddle's not even really hurt. They just decided not to have that match that they've been promoting for the last month. So yeah. the best match, the match I had circled and wanted to see the most is now no longer happening. So my question to you is, is this a swerve? Like is Rollins going to have another mystery opponent and out comes Bray Wyatt? I really hope it's not edge because he's only been gone a month. Do you think they're setting something up for Seth Rollins, something big? Because how, how do you just nix a match when a guy's healthy that everybody was looking forward to? I don't know. I don't – because they said it was creative decisions. I think they couldn't figure out who they wanted to win that match. That's easy. Seth wins. Seth hasn't won in months. He's the best yeah, but, wrestler. But Riddle, you can't have Riddle lose. He's got momentum. Yeah, but he, he doesn't win this one. He, he, that's he just lost to wrestling. Cody three times in a row. Well, that, right. That's why Seth wins. You don't have Seth continue to lose. You got to put Seth back in the title picture at some point. 
He's the best. Again, well, he's the, the best title, this uni- unified title thing needs to end. Well, it's going to, but the problem is, I think Reigns, or I think the other thing they do, man, they're gonna they're gonna do uh, pay homage to the WrestleMania where Seth cashed in, and Seth's gonna end up somehow making this uh, no holds barred, last man standing triple threat: Rollins, Ooh. Brock, Reigns, and Rollins ends up maybe winning. But I think what they're gonna do is keep these belts on Roman. Obviously, see, here's the problem, man. We know Brock isn't winning at SummerSlam because they already have the pay per view set up, the Clash at the Castle in September. Where Drew McIntyre is yeah, fighting they backtracked Roman. on that though. They, they it's going to be well. Now they said that Drew and Sheamus are fighting to oh, take yeah. on the yeah. Yeah, I forgot about that. Well, Drew's going to win, man, or maybe he loses and then has to get his spot back. But I think they're setting up for Drew to beat Roman for at least one of those belts back home, and that crowd's that's going to be like Drew's moment because I think they feel bad that when he finally got his moment. Remember, nobody was there. It yeah. was the pandemic area. Yeah. Era. I mean, so so I think they're gonna just set it up so he gets the big title win in front of like crazy fans that love him. So I think that Roman is eventually gonna lose one of those, but I think it comes then. And then I think they're gonna try to keep the belt on him because they want to set up him versus The Rock at WrestleMania. But that's never gonna happen because The Rock's never gonna stop making movies where he's in the jungle. Every movie that man makes, he's in the <laughs> safari for some reason. And Kevin Hart's there. Yes, and Kevin Hart's there. It's like, why is The Rock always in the jungle? How does this? How does this man always find himself in this situation? There's elephants walking around. There's no water. Well, what is he doing? Get right. back home. I got a. Uh, this is the end of the segment. Okay. okay. I will uh, text you when I'm ready to Skype you from my bedroom. Perfect. I want you to really bring it. This is my big opportunity to show the people back home what I could do. Is this like a one-time pinch hit? So you're pinch hitting on the score and I'm pinch hitting for Geld? Yeah, Ostrowski's out on – he's on vacation right Finally, now. Finally, we get a little me. respect around here, I would say, <laughs> you and me. Yeah, and I'm excited because, like, my grandpa listens to the score because he has nothing else to do now, so he listens to the score, like, all day long, so he's all jacked about it. So I'm actually – I'm pretty excited for it. When is this pretty on? Pretty excited for it. Tomorrow, uh, Saturday morning. Yep, 9 to 10. Oh, yeah, tomorrow. I keep forgetting today's Friday, man, because I love my job so much. I wish I could work every day. 9 to 10 a.m. <laughs> all right, and then uh... – I will uh, drunk text you tomorrow night about SummerSlam. Oh, hell yeah. I'm going to watch it live. So I'm going to watch that in the UFC at the same time. So I'm pretty jacked for tomorrow. A lot of fighting and blood in the Horvath house. We'll have some steaks. And yeah, good times. All right. See you, buddy. Talk soon. Hey, see you guys. Go Pecco. Ryan Horvat. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. 
Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.